Guys, remember us? <laughs> We're fucking here. This I, is us. Uh, this is us. What a great show. Come back to me. Um, so, it's been a... I'm going to say it's, it's ro- been a roller coaster. Um, okay. Not going to lie. Hasn't been the greatest month for me, Chris. We've not been... Not going to lie. It's not been a great year. <laughs> Just overall. Yeah. We... Lila and all that stuff. Just some like, stuff going on in our lives. Just hasn't been great. So, uh, we have some stuff to talk about, but... Today, we uh, when I woke up this morning, did I think I was going to be locking down a new apartment that is better and also less expensive than what we're at right now? No, I thought I was going to do my taxes today. <laughs> Same. You know? Uh, so this is Coffee with Rachel, in case you forgot what this show was. Honestly, understandable. It's been... A couple weeks? It's been a lot of time. Yeah, so uh, <sighs> also... Have we been on Wednesday before? Hello, no. Welcome, welcome to Wednesday. Uh, we'll explain. We're going to explain everything. We're we have explain. a lot to. Yeah, we, we have a lot of, lot of tea to spill. Sit down. We have to fill our friends in on what has been going on in our lives. Right now, my body is like coursing with adrenaline. But adrenaline, and also my blood pressures is up a lot because I had coffee and. Uh, triple latte and not a ton of food not a ton of food and a lot of excitement and so my blood is just like i'm here i feel my heart racing like i'm just like let's fucking do it and we weren't even gonna record today because we're uploading this on wednesday today is tuesday when we're recording this because normally we'll explain why but we were just so excited about what happened today that we just wanted to get on here and spill the tea because holy shit. Yeah. We have a story. So, um, we've got lattes. That's the drink. Although I'm trying to rehydrate my body right in this moment with water. Uh, I got a nice coconut milk latte. Instead of a fact, almost, I'm going to talk about a coffee related story Okay. as our fact. Um, so you might've seen headlines about, uh, in California, coffee yeah. places like Starbucks and stuff now have to include a cancer warning on the cups. Now, you probably just read the headline and shared it like every other person I saw. But if you actually read the article, it's a lot less scary than what it sounds like. It's honestly kind of stupid that this has to happen for... From I my, bet the Starbucks people especially are flipping out because it's gonna people aren't gonna read beyond it and they're I mean, gonna that's be like terrified. Like it's just bad PR. What took a huge hit to the like the cigarette industry, which is like but actually, that's actually bad. <laughs> actually really fucking horrible. So essentially, uh, during the bean roasting process, there is a chemical that is formed, and I'm literally reading this article right now that uh, it's formed when some foods are cooked at high temperatures and it causes, quote, a reaction between certain sugars and amino acids in the food, which forms acrylamide, which is the chemical in question. And now, it's a carcinogen, right? It is a potential carcinogen in extremely high doses in animals. There has been no link made to cancer in humans. And how high and is the dose that you have to fucking have? Uh, it does not say. That's information I'd have to look up further as to like how much is considered a high dosage for animals to get cancer and how much actually, because this is not something that forms only 
and just coffee roasting it comes through uh, it says a lot of like starchy foods like potatoes and stuff like that when you cook them at high temperatures this is also formed during that process Wasn't it also wood like making wood maybe i forget what you said uh so essentially that's the reason why because that compound is made when the coffee is roasted but it's a very small amount but it's still enough a that potential they're carcinogen and like the fucked up thing is that it like it's it's in a lot of foods but they're only making the coffee industry like market it so like it's just like a whole thing i don't know they should make everybody do it or none at all in my opinion but I yeah don't know. i don't know why like you know why this... but it's only in california that they're doing this yeah it's because california has like some law about like having to disclose toxins that are in water and so this somehow falls within that but like why doesn't mcdonald's have to classify that their fucking french fries could have this then you know what i mean also true um so that's the fact not really a happy fact at all am i gonna stop drinking coffee no let it kill me Uh you could actually tell me that it will like give me cancer and i'd probably still would be like well you know i'm shamelessly addicted and i know that and here we are this is the life i am living it's like one of the things that i willingly put into my body that i don't know half the time people are telling me that coffee is your saving grace half the time people are saying coffee's gonna kill you i don't know i don't know who to believe anymore All right, let's get into the nitty gritty. So first, let's talk about what happened today because I am the most jazzed about it and I just want to fucking talk about it and scream and cry. Yeah, so guys remember back in July, we moved from a studio to uh, what is essentially a two bedroom place with one bedroom walls knocked down and it's Rachel's office and... Uh, we love this the, fucking the, apartment. We found, we got that place through such a happenstance, like series of events uh i just happened to like sometimes i just like to look at our building and see what apartments are available and so i was looking and i saw this and i was like i've never seen that before and so then i talked to the office and they were like yeah we really don't have a lot of apartments that are that layout so it's rare isn't it there was only like four or something no it's like like one on each it's one on each level so there's not that many of them and it's rare when they come about And it was, like, a great deal because it's essentially a two-bedroom apartment, but you get it for a lot cheaper because there's not not technically a bedroom. So we were like, this is fucking perfect. You're, like, this is, like, when you're trying to, like, kick off Etsy stuff. Yeah, it was, like, like, literally a month after I opened that store. And, like, obviously the podcast and everything. And so we were like, this is fucking awesome. The windows. Like, we were living. And so this was, like, before our lease was going to end. And so we worked with the office, and they were so nice. And they let us, like, essentially transfer our lease over to the new place and we don't have to pay like breaking fees and all that shit yeah i love this building could not this building especially like i feel safe in this building i love the people that work here i love the amenities i love the location they are the nicest i don't want to leave this building like ever you don't realize like how much like a good management staff could really make you want to stay somewhere and like i that's I like one of the top reasons why I stay at this place because I love the people that work in the office so much. They are so and nice. they're so wonderful. So, so today we were doing our taxes, <laughs> and if you know anything about being a uh, entrepreneur and content a self-employed content creator, you know that you always owe and you never get a fucking like deposit back. Yeah, and um, um, so we were doing that, and Chris got all like snonchy, and I was like, "What's wrong?" 
And he was like, you know, I hate to say this, but I think like maybe we should really look into possibly getting like maybe downsizing our apartment. Cause like, first of all, we have not filled this apartment with furniture. Like we just, because this apartment is so fucking expensive, like we can afford it, but I wouldn't say we afford it comfortably. Like we spend all of our money on this apartment, our bills and our loans and stuff. And then like, Good we, old student loans, we go guys. out to do stuff, but we don't have any furniture really for this apartment. So we're not really filling up the space that we do have here. And so he was like, you know, what if we just like got like a one bedroom in this building and like we had less money to spend on the apartment then we could like go and like go on vacation and stuff. And like, now that my mental health has been a lot better and I've been more willing to leave the house, let's be fucking honest. Yeah, like that yeah, used to be yeah. a hard thing for me. Um, you know, I'm like, yeah, like I do feel more invigorated to go out and do things and I don't want to spend all my money on my apartment, even though having a nice apartment is important to me because I work here. Um, yeah, so, honestly, like I, I bring this up lightly because like I, I'm like, I know he that, doesn't like, want to do this because I don't want to tear apart my office. Like, yeah, you, I want you to have a dedicated workspace because that helps so much mentally to be like, this is where I go to work. Yeah. And you kind of like. We I sit really, over at my. We don't really space. utilize that space too much, except for working stuff. And yeah, it's I don't nice really chill in my that. office ever. So uh, hesitant to do that, and so then I just like was like, oh, I'm just gonna go down to the office because I looked around. We had, there was like places. a few one bedrooms that we were like, okay, and like yeah, I wouldn't have a workspace, but plop me at a desk i was willing to make the sacrifice so that we could you know have more money to like do other things yeah, so so i went down there and i talked to them and they were like essentially explain the whole situation to me and they were like we do have this studio though and it's a weird studio and i just really like to show it to you to you and i was like in my mind i was like there's absolutely no way a studio is going to fucking work. I'm not going back to a studio after I just left for this, like, essential two-bedroom. Two yeah, we but were so anti-studio I humored him, and I was like, all right, let's see. Because, you know, that whole situation the last time happened, again, in such a weird series of events that I wasn't expecting it. That I was like, let's just also, fucking see it. The last time we got this apartment on, like, a spur-of-the-moment thing was during Mercury in Retrograde. Mercury is currently in retrograde again. So I don't know if like that works for us with like apartment hunting. Honestly, I'm feeling the Mercury. Suddenly we're best friends. In a good way. I know. Like, I don't know. Whatever. So Chris goes down to look at this apartment. And I'm like, I am floored and I have no way to express it to Rachel. Because I'm upstairs. Yeah. And so I'm like... He showed me around, talking to me about it, everything, and I was like, "Do you, like I'm just gonna go grab Rachel real quick, and then like I'm." He run, like runs up here and he's like, "Rachel, I need you to come down here. I don't know how to describe this apartment to you, but keep an open <laughs> mind." And I'm like, "Okay," so I like throw on some clothes, and I go down there and I walk in, and I'm like, "Okay, it's like a basic, you know, like the same because we're in the same building." If you look up like nowadays, if you look up a fucking studio apartment on like any new buildings that are apartment complexes in the city, you know exactly the layout that we're talking about. It's the same galley style kitchen with like fucking with just one big box room for your living room stuff. So like I was expecting that. But then as you get into the living room, you see these two big openings in the wall. They don't go to the floor or the ceiling. They're like giant windows into the wall. And then you look in and there's this room that is like the size of our current living room and kitchen right now. A huge open room with hardwood floors. And there is 
fucking windows. It's the essentially entire, a greenhouse. Yeah, it's like one entire wall and the entire ceiling is all glass. It's all windows. It is literally, it is, we're calling it the greenhouse because it is a greenhouse. It essentially. is like we, I described on my Instagram, it's like a mixture of Hey Arnold's bedroom and the friend's apartment where they have that like kind yeah. of angled window. But you don't have to like crawl out the window or whatever, you know. And so this It's so unique. It's the only one in this building because it used to be where they had the fitness room, but then they renovated this like huge room downstairs that's got like way more space. And they've been trying to sell this apartment, but nobody wants it because it's such a weird setup. But like it's perfect for us because it's so cool. It's just so it's so us. I'm just already envisioning like what we're gonna do. We've already been like talking like what we're gonna do with it. First of all, yeah. our plants are gonna be multiplied and thriving because there's just so much sun and for seattle like to see an apartment that big because by the way it's the same size as our current apartment but it feels bigger because there's no walls anywhere like it's more open concept so like you're not losing space with like just like stupid narrow hallways like we have right now and stuff um so we're not losing any space we don't have the kitchen island anymore but we finally have a fucking spot for a dining room table which we've wanted this entire time because we have to like have people eat dinner on our couch and like when we have thanksgiving people are like eating on the floor like it's not cute like we wanted a fucking dining room table so that when we have company over like we cook all the time like yeah it's just nice and so there's a designated spot for that and like there's gonna be a huge ass fucking glass room for my art stuff like i'm gonna have so much natural sunlight it's probably gonna like completely uplift my mental health like let's be fucking yeah honest. that's honestly i'm really excited for that because i think it's gonna do like the vitamin uplift, d a spirits both like especially in the summer but also in the winter time when it's like really fucking dark for so many hours of the day and yeah so we were basically like how is this even possible like and apparently, like, they can't, like, charge rent for that fucking extra room for some I don't know why. reason. <laughs> so, like, it's a lot cheaper than the place that we're in. I'm talking and... $700 cheaper a month for the yeah. same amount of space and a cooler apartment. And with a, still a so, beautiful kitchen and amenities. Honestly, the moment I walked into it, that's why I ran up to get Rachel media. I was like, I ran up, I went in there and I was like, I'm in love with this place. I fell in love with it immediately. It's so weird. And it's so cool and unique and, like, honestly... It's just us. It's just so... They needed a tenant that will live in there that, like, knows how to fucking, like, decorate that's that kind of space. That's why he literally said, he was like, we need somebody in here that one knows how to utilize this space. And we were like, we're, we're here. We're here. And so we were like, all right... Our Sign lease me up, bitch. Our lease doesn't end until July, and we're like... It's fucking April. How do we fucking make this happen? And so, blessed be the fucking people in this <laughs> Blessed office. be the fruit. Yeah. Like, they were so nice enough to work us out a deal again where we could do the same exact thing we did before. We... Are just moving in at the end of the month. We don't have to pay any kind of lease-breaking fee. We end up actually saving money... Um, we're paying less to do all of this than like our normal month's rent, which is crazy. And we're going to like, it's just, we're going to be saving so much money. We're going to be able to pay off our loan so much faster and we're not losing any space. Like that's the coolest part is that like, we're getting a really cool ass apartment. We're not downsizing. We're just like, I, I, there's literally no negatives. We have less closets, but yeah. like whatever, we have a storage unit in the building and I don't give a shit. Yeah. So like... Also, one of the bigger perks, two of the bigger perks, 
uh, is that we are losing 99% of the carpet. There's still some in a walk-in closet. But, but like, like, it's a closet. I don't care There's about no that. carpet. And... Ah! Uh, you brought this up and I totally didn't think about it and it's like probably one of my favorite things as well is that there's no guys there's no vertical fucking blinds and you guys know I how we feel about our fucking blinds with a passion the wind fucking gusts and suddenly it sounds like somebody's got maracas in your goddamn apartment like, it is so off. loud in our apartment plus they're ugly they're just they're fucking so ugly, ugly. We and took so the- all those windows have nothing to cover them and like it's just beautiful goddamn windows i uh, i tweeted the of, of, i took like the shittiest video because i wasn't expecting this to become our apartment i was just kind of like huh hey, this is a cool layout let me send this video to my friends and so it's a very like shaky video but like you guys need to see this room it is so cool and then the rest of it is just like a beautiful you know apartment with lots of space and the hardwood floors and the same like great kitchen appliances and shit and our bathroom's still cute a nice big ass closet like we we did not like i brought this all up this morning i was not expecting this to i got upset when you brought it up this morning because i was like i mean i guess we can do a one bedroom but like it sucks that i'm gonna lose my office but like you're right we should be able to like save our money for like more fun stuff not just dump it into rent and here we are fucking carpe diem motherfucker we're seizing the moment we are here we just kiss my ass honey like i don't give a fuck we just did that i'm feeling so great i'm i don't know i'm just like i'm so excited about it it's such it's so it's such a big space and like the one of the best things about is that like our current apartment now we have a lot of space but like it's dissected a lot there's a lot of weird bump There's outs like in the wall that bump like bump outs and also like just like walls and this has like it's just essentially besides the bathroom and the closet just There's huge just open two space. giant boxes just big and rooms and so we can essentially it's like open floor plan am i right you know you know us cuz like right now we can't even have a coffee table because the only place that we could put our couch like you have to be able to walk behind it so you can get into the kitchen so if we pulled our couch back to accommodate for a coffee table you wouldn't be able to walk past it to get to the kitchen and so it's it, like i know not having a coffee table isn't the end of the world we're making it work but like it's really annoying like to not have a table to put your like drink in front of or whatever and like since we don't have a dining table we eat most of our meals like either at the bar or like on the couch and it's just like annoying so now we'll have like the space to have like actual tables and designated areas for our friends to sit because our you know our apartment is kind of like the the home base where people hang out you know especially during the holidays and stuff and like to have like a better layout for entertaining as well is going to be so nice like i want to have a fucking housewarming party we absolutely will and it's like just to know that like we're in the same building that we love but we have like the only we're the only people with this like cool greenhouse like it's just cool not that i'm like oh i want to be different but it's like the fact that we came across this like hidden gem like i'm sorry in seattle i've looked at so many fucking apartment complexes and so many new ones we look at apartments in seattle all because sometimes we like do it just for fun just to like see what's out there yeah we like playing fake house hunters (laughs) i've never fucking seen anything like this like the only other thing that like would compare is just like condos that have a ton of floor-to-ceiling windows but they're like we cannot afford that yeah that's for the price that we're gonna be paying it actually ends up being around the same price that we paid for our old studio in this building but double the space and like fucking five times the windows (laughs) like it's it makes no sense that it's so cheap but it's such a steal for downtown seattle like it fucking is and like i 
feel like we just stumbled across like this hidden gem that i can't believe other people didn't snatch up like i don't understand they were talking about like how they've been having a lot of trouble like getting any interest in this and nobody's shown interest in like people that they tore it to like are just like scoffing at it and stuff like that i'm like how though i walked in here and i it's fell unique, in love 100 like it's not your typical fucking layout but, but like, i love it oh man it's so uh, i love it so much i can't wait to get in there and decorate it and buy like some new furniture because like we'll be saving money so we'll actually be able to buy because now we're going to need to get a cuter bed if the bed is going to yeah, be like more yeah. Cause like the the greenhouse room is gonna be like my art studio and then our like living room that has like the TV and stuff and then like the other part of the apartment will have like our bed and stuff and then like the dining room is also gonna be somewhere over there and I don't know this is probably like the weather nerd in me but I've always fantasized about having a room like that with a head, skylight or something a skylight or like I, this is my like actual dream of having like a oh, entirely glass ceiling so I could just like watch the rain and watch the I weather. Know. And like, and it fucking rains in Seattle, bitch. It fucking rains. Oh my god, that hail that we had the other day. Uh, That would have been cool. It's, I like the weather nerd in me is screaming. And there's lights along the glass ceiling, so like at nighttime, like there's still light in there, so it's not just like you know we need like a million lamps because I hate having to buy like a million lamps. We're gonna need more lamps for like the main part of the apartment, but like. Obviously, when we're literally we, just losing counter space, that's it. When we get in there and stuff, we'll we'll take know, photos, take some photos, and share them on our personal twitters and stuff like that. So, but uh, oh, keep my an eye God. out if you're interested. We're we're excited, and this is I screamed because they were telling us they were like, you know, we're not sure if we're gonna be able to do like the same thing that we did before, and so we were like how can we afford to pay like two rents until July so that we can lock the apartment down? <laughs> okay, and then, we fell in love with the place. And like, when I you was going to like, be heartbroken when you just like have that moment and then like, you don't want to give it up. Like it would have been so sad. And I'm so glad everything worked out and it feels like, we're making a turn here for the better now for like all the shit that's been going on for like this yeah. year. Like, like this was just like, this is, I'm going to say like, this is going to be maybe a turning point. Hopefully. I'm really hoping it is. Like, like we just, it, it's not been a great 2018 so far, but I mean, hey, it's April and. Uh, I still have hope. We've got events coming up this year. We have this now that's going to happen very soon. I know. Literally in like, like uh, around two weeks from now, we're going to be in there. Yeah. It's crazy that I, I, I wasn't expecting this at all. And I like wasn't, when I woke up like, today, I was like, I'm just going to work on Etsy stuff and get my taxes done. And yeah. I didn't get any of my Etsy stuff done. And I got like a quarter of the way through my taxes, <laughs> but now I have a new apartment <laughs> and everyone's like, you guys move so much. And like, honestly, we weren't like the type to move all the time until we moved into this building. But like, they make it so easy to move from floor to floor in here that like, I don't care. It's like I'm. I also don't mind moving. It's it's more okay. I would mind it a lot more if we were moving. I mind more like the hassle of just like having to update all my fucking like bank accounts and stuff like that to be like, hey, here's my new apartment. I'm gonna have to contact every makeup brand and be like, this is my new apartment number. (laughs) But so there there are annoyances with moving and like obviously I don't enjoy all the cleaning and everything, the technical shit that goes along with moving. But like right now, like. It's the same logic that we used when we, like, moved out to Seattle a month after graduating. We're like, we want to just be in our place where where we want to be and not, like, hold off. Like, 
we want to be in this apartment and like i'm not gonna like hold off on doing this till later i want to get to where i want to be and then like just fucking hang out there because i feel like i will be able to just be in that spot i don't want to leave this a this apartment complex that's already been decided and like until just, i can like afford like a condo and we, or got, a house. we got the studio here because we were like okay let's just get in there let's fucking do this is what we could do at the time and then we got this place because we wanted to get the fucking office um, the office and and like i would be fine here it but was like just it that, is it was, it's, it's it's all of our money does go to rent it's like it's let's pricey. be honest and so like i this is place is like the perfect combination of space and price. And, I cannot believe and that I'm we're not like, losing space when we're like technically downsizing. Like I'm like I'm so comfortable being there for a long time. Like I will f- absolutely like. I, it's just so cool. I'm not gonna want to leave because yeah. it's such an interesting. You're never gonna apartment. find something else like that, and I never would have imagined I would have had like a room. I like didn't that. even know this part of the apartment complex. Yeah, existed. I didn't even know this existed. Like it's like such a. It's truly hidden. Like I didn't even know it existed. <laughs> you were like, we're on house hunters, and we're getting the secret room, the hidden room. Yeah, like, like the bonus room that we're yeah, not paying for. Yeah. And like, okay, now we don't have a space needle view, but I literally don't give a fuck. No, it's fine. We had the Space Needle view we for like two years. We have a fucking like outdoor area that has, that's like in the shadow of the Space Needle. So I'm fine with it. Like, yeah, like totally we can okay. still, yeah, we're good. I literally don't care. Also think about the cats in that room. Cause there's a windowsill that goes all the way around where all those windows are. So they can, you know, chill there, looking at all the birds. If the birds land on top of the glass ceiling, like they'll, they'll be living. Yeah, they're and they're not losing the any birds. space. Because I was worried about that in a one-bedroom. I was like, I mean, they're going to have less space. And they do use my office a lot as, like, almost their playroom. Yeah. And so I didn't want them to lose a ton of space. Now they even have more space and more open space. So I'm happy that the cats will be living. The plants will be living. I'll be living. Picture me doing art in that fucking greenhouse room. (laughs) I'm going to die. So, yeah, we're just... just Oh, it's okay. You know, we're not really that excited. It was, I could like, I could talk about this for like 800 hours. I've already talked to like four of my best friends on the phone about it. Like Like, I can't stop. I can't go back to those taxes because my mind is just like, we're going. I know. And we're going to go down there later to like check out what it looks like at night and stuff. They told us that they were going to leave it open for us and we could check it out at night to see what it's like. And God damn it. Like, I've never been in love with a fucking building more than here. I know. It is so amazing. Love this place. Love the people. Great. Great company. (sighs) I'm gushing. Yeah, we're gushing. So, uh... Also, oh my god. Just saying. Like, our furniture is great, and it does not look good on this ugly-ass beige carpet. Like, it ruins it. The carpet really, like... I, I didn't if mind this the carpet. room didn't have carpet in it yeah i didn't mind it as much in our bedroom because it's like closed off whatever and we're yeah, not back bedroom. there that much it's fine and it was just really like the second bedroom that's the den that office, you can see the carpet from the living room it's, it's just ugly it's looking. just really it ugly. breaks also, it up i just don't like I, as less carpet as possible with cats is yeah though better in my god mind. bless they have not fucking done anything to it yeah like and that's another thing too. We'll definitely get our full security deposit back because we haven't even been living here for a full year, and it's really like completely fine in here. Adult conversations at this moment uh, in time. I know. Security deposits, you know, returns. I well, I think this shit is very interesting. I think apartment oh. hunting is super fun. I love, I love touring apartments. Let us know even if you when guys we're not going to get exciting. an apartment. Yeah. Like, we literally do that from like we'll every get on Zillow and we'll like. Padmapper his... Zillow, and we'll just like fucking go to town looking at what's He'll available. He'll literally plug his laptop into our television monitor, so we have it like on our big screen. We TV. do our own version of house, hunters, and we guys. just like look through. But like, see, like 
Have y'all seen the prices in Seattle? To find that apartment, I cannot believe no one snatched it. I, I just, I literally cannot believe no one snatched it. It's so perfect. It's so cool. Mm. I can't wait. I already, like, have so much furniture picked out. And, like, the plants. Because right now, like, we have, like, one window where we have our all of our plants. It's our corner window, which we love, and it's cute. But, like... I could have plants all over that fucking room, and they're going to get light from every angle, bitch. Yep. Oh, man. It's going to be great. I can't wait to see what they do. It's going to be fucking great. Can't wait to see what the chunks do. I know they'll be like, Lila will probably have her little panic attack when we move, because she always gets nervous into a new place. Squeezy will adapt immediately, like he always does. (laughs) But I'll be interested to see how much she especially loves all of the open space. So, yeah, I would say just uh, if you want to see photos of this stuff, uh, follow probably you the most, Rachel Whitehurst on Instagram, Rachel L. Whitehurst on Twitter. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Okay, me, yeah. Chris Considers on Twitter. Also, the Christmas tree will have space. Yeah. I'm just saying. Imagine stringing Christmas lights just all over the roof of that fucking Oh, my area. God, you're so right. We could do icicle lights, like, up and down the beams and the fucking ceiling. Oh, my God. <sighs> and there's like hella outlets in that room because it was like a gym so they had like all the gym machines and yep. so like it's just great it's so great the only question we have is how did that function as a gym beforehand yeah how did they get i don't, I don't know. know maybe that was part of the workout you had to obstacle course yourself into the uh room i don't, I don't know, know but it's it's <laughs> cool it's very cool yeah <sighs> Anyway, next so topic. So let's fucking move on to one of the reasons why we weren't here last week. Yeah, so why is the podcast now on Wednesdays? So, I think the last time we spoke, I was saying that I was either thinking of or I was planning on starting therapy. And so that has happened. Uh, and it's on Mondays. And... I mean, I've seen Rachel been going through <laughs> yeah. uh, fucking therapy for like the past few years, and I truly still did just not expect the level of exhaustion that I would feel afterward. Because like, like Monday is usually like our catch up day, because like Tuesday is podcast. Yeah, Monday is like catch up, getting prepared for podcasts, and like, and, like honestly, also <laughs> I just need and like. I still have to work on Mondays. Like, that's just the way my life had to work out. It's when I could fit this all in. And so I needed to prioritize going to therapy and then going to work and then just having whatever Tuesday time, now be our catch-up day. Yeah, having any time I could on Monday to just, like, fucking think about shit and, like, absorb and relax because, wow... It, is, it knocks it, you out, especially fucking... in the beginning. Like, you're in the beginning stages where, like, you have so much backstory to expel. Yeah. Like, I'm in the part, I've been in there for three years. This bitch knows me inside <laughs> and out. It's more of, like, a catch-up. Here's what fucking dumb shit but happened like, this week. You know what I mean? Uh, the <laughs> session I had yesterday didn't hit me that hard. But, like, the week before, which was last week. He, like, missed, fell asleep after, I fucking, which I've definitely I took, done. I took a nap afterwards. I just, like, I couldn't. I, I don't know. I just, like, was blown away by how exhausted I was. It's a lot. And uh, I will say, though, however, that I am already very much happy that I started. Um, and you like your therapist. I like my therapist. Which is yes. so, I'm so relieved that you don't yeah. have to go through, like, finding 17 different people. Yeah. She's very nice. 
and very reassuring and it's just been a really nice experience and I already am just like thinking of so many places where I want to go with this and what I want to get out of this and that's good to have goals I, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for it. my main feeling with it. Like I was nervous beforehand, obviously, because like me and talking about my feelings are not two things that are really compatible. Um, <laughs> so I was very nervous to start it. But even beforehand, overall, I'm just excited because I just wanted a change in my life. And I really think that it's going to be very beneficial. And I, I don't know. I like you always say like you think that everybody could benefit from just talking to a therapist and honest i fucking agree like you don't have to be like clinically diagnosed with like depression or something like that to see a therapist or anything like you can't just like go and not get like a clinical fucking diagnosis on like something going on Mm -hmm. but like like I don't, I don't know. It. I would, if you have the capacity to. Yeah, like, not everybody has the ability to go. Even people that do have, like, trauma yeah, in their lives or whatever. I know. Like, if you have the capacity to, I can now also vouch that I highly recommend it because it, it's been really awesome. And I look forward to going. Yeah, I think that's good, too, because, like, I never dread going. No. I always... Even when I would get really exhausted afterwards, I never like Sunday, Sunday nights. Sometimes I now I'm finding that I can't sleep because like I don't know. You're I'm, trying to think of I things just, to talk about. And stuff. I just have a lot on my mind at that point because I'm like prepping almost. Yeah. But like I'm not mad. I'm just excited. I get my my anxiety comes in when I'm like preparing to make sure that I'm waking up on time and making sure I'm getting there and like getting there, you know, cause me and Ubers and everything, like, I get all stressed about it and I've had some fucking fucky issues that have happened. Yeah. I had that. I didn't, I didn't even tell you this. I had that experience this last time. Cause I, I, you took t- an Uber? I took an Uber there and, uh, he was going some like to get to me, like to pick me up. He was going some really fucky ways. And I was like, Oh my God, like, I, is this gonna it's happen? the worst like, feeling because <laughs> it goes into your time and session and you're only there for like 50 minutes a week. And yeah. like, it's just fucking annoying. And let me tell you, 50 minutes also does not feel like enough time. Uh-huh. It fucking flies. That's it the flies. fastest hour of my life. And you don't look at the clock, right? It's behind my head. Okay. So for me, that's probably worse. It probably flies by even faster. I, I, I swear to God, I say three things and it's like, all right, well, time is up, Chris. And yeah. I'm like, Fuck. I have, I, we sit and there's like two chairs and a table that has like tissues and crayons and stuff on it. And then yeah. like one clock right there. So I like constantly kind glance. Of crayons. Crayola. Yeah. Rose art. Yeah. There's a lot of like art group therapy things that go on there. Um, but yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of where I am with that. And that's why I, I appreciate you guys being really receptive to the change in schedule. Not that we haven't changed our schedule before, but, like, I just really appreciate it. I It's just going to make I'm, his life it's easier. It's going to make life easier. It's perfectly placed in between my therapy and your therapy. Like, there's an even amount of days Honestly, I think them, Wednesday so. is a good day of the week to do it. Yeah, it's a good day. So, I'm... I'm just excited about all of it. Because usually I also have, like, Tuesday is usually his fucking fucky day at work because yeah. he has, like, hella meetings. Also, yeah, Tuesdays and Wednesdays are usually pretty fucking busy at work. Yeah, yeah so. so hopefully that helps, too, but... 
Also, I chopped off like five inches of my hair the other day. Yeah, fuck. She actually went a little bit shorter than we were even anticipating going, and like I don't hate it. It's probably the shortest I've had my hair since like shortest since I've the time I've known school. you. Yeah, like it's pretty short. It's cute. I'm growing out my bangs though because I think short hair on me looks best without bangs. I look a little bit less Velma, but like honestly, I'm rocking the Velma right now. It's cute. <laughs> yeah. Mercury and retrograde's been wild. That and your glasses and your bangs. You got to fucking look. I, have, I literally I have it. Velma right now. It's, it's fucking real. <sighs> wow. Wow. Brief. That was a lot. Um, so the last thing that we kind of want to talk about in this episode, or maybe we'll get to another news story if we have the time, but uh, the one news story that we wanted to hit on, it's a little bit dated now, but I still feel like we want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, it was more popping last uh, week. <laughs> Toys R Us. She's closing. She's going. That giraffe um, is getting the boot. Um, I honestly, like, I, I never went to Toys R Us that much. It was like a treat. It was yeah. very rare. I'm sure my parents went more than I did. Um, but, like, it was like, because they knew if I went, I would be like, I want everything. Yeah. I went, honestly, more later on because they have video games there. And they would have some buy one, get one free deals there. And I was like, fuck yeah. Uh, like, so that's when I started going there a little bit more. But, so um, they're going, they're closing down, and like the news outlets are being like, it's millennials' fault for not having children. It was literally the CEO who said that it was millennials' fault because they're having millennials are having children later or not having children. Um, have they not heard of Amazon? Literally, no offense, but Amazon is the reason why they're going absolutely. because they sell toys for so much like, cheaper. Because Toys R Us was already like the bougie place to buy yeah, toys; it was, like they were yeah. overpriced. They inflated the price, whatever. Amazon is one, you get delivery. Two, it's way cheaper. And a three, lot a lot of stuff's prime. prime. Yeah. So fuck off. That's it's literally too... what it is. Amazon like, is going to kill a lot of brick and mortar stores. Like it's just the way say, of the land. Like, did they just say that so that way it'd be like a catchy headline? Because, well, yeah, like, that got just, traction. It's like they love when millennials just kill say, stuff. Like, millennials killed this, and there, boom, you got a fucking headline, and. I, I it 100 is Amazon. I'm so. like immune to it at this point because honestly, I'm just like, let me tear down this industry. Let me tear down capitalism. Yeah. Like if if I'm my legacy, very good with killing the top sheet. The top sheet is fucking useless fabric. Save that fabric for something else. If I if my legacy is that I single handedly destroyed Applebee's, I can put that on my. I'm tombstone. so good with that. <laughs> I'll put I just want to know tombstone. like why do you need a piece of thin ass material in between you and the comforter? What about that? is happening like why do you need that it just gets bunched up at the bottom of your bed it's a hassle honestly save I'm, that fabric i'm so thankful for you to showing me the light because i was using a top sheet beforehand like i've literally never every time i use a top sheet i would just get frustrated like when i would sleep at somebody else's house or like in a hotel i was yeah. just so annoyed it's just a waste of fabric make a shirt donate it is it Recycle the only reason it? why i can think of is because like the top sheet like, that would be the thing that's touching you, so you don't have to wash a comforter as much. I don't know if it used to be, like... I mean, if you're, like, if it, ripping the comforter. It, it might have been, like, a fucking thing just from, like, olden times, like, really hard to wash a goddamn comforter. Well, they probably so. wrapped, like, the woman in the top sheet because she's unclean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so she true. couldn't There's touch probably a lot of bad spouse. shit going on, you know? Oh, yeah. We, we, we know why the Orthodox Jews use the top sheet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, there's there's definitely uses, but I would say they're outdated. Um, I would uh, <laughs> Anyway, to Toys R Us. Um, so first of all, are we going to go and get some Play-Doh on sale? First of all, 
where is a Toys R Us near us even? I don't even I know. I have no idea. Yeah. I haven't seen one in years. Uh, but, like, I'm sure that they're going to have hella clearances on, like, you know, games and stuff. If they know. had video game clearances, I'd be interested. It was a fun place. We used to have this place. Oh, God. It was called, like, something with a Z. It was, like, Zany Brainy, I think it was called. I don't okay. remember. But it was, it was like, a, a normal store. I don't think it was, like, a chain or anything. And it was the most lit toy store ever. And they had lots of, like, really cool crafts. And they had lots of cool puzzles. I think it was called Zany Brainy. But it went out of business when I was still a kid. Yeah. So that sucked. But I remember loving that place. There always used to be these, like, random, like... Uh, like board game stores, almost. That's why I want to call it. But like, it was just oh, like, like in the mall, like game stores, and not like a toy store, but like games with like puzzles and, and board stuff. games yeah. and like. I feel like I'd see like a new one pop up every time I go to like a fucking mall. They're or always popping up around Christmas time, and then they're out of there. Yeah, those were always fun to go through because I'd see like all these different games that like it never. I used to play a lot of fucking board games, and so. Oh my god, well in the new apartment we can have a board game shelf. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my god. We'll make my apartment ugly. But <laughs> we'll put them stowed away. Stowed we do away. got board games. We got that fucking life, you know? We have like two board games. We need more. I, I we need Monopoly. That's what I fucking need in my life. I want Clue. I love Clue. Clue's one of my faves. It's the perfect mixture of home interiors. <laughs> <laughs> Meet me in the ballroom, you know what I'm saying? Candlesticks. Candlesticks yeah. and violence. No, wow. Kidding. Uh, but yeah. So uh, let's shut up for a moment, get a few ads, and then we'll be back with our quiz. Today's podcast is brought to you by Zola. So for any of you out there that are in the process of planning a wedding or think you're going to have a wedding in the near future, Zola is doing a great thing where they're kind of bringing wedding registry and like creating a wedding from scratch like into the 21st century by like having it all online and connected and it's making a really great service that's easy to use to help you and your guests have like the most streamlined wedding you could possibly have. So basically what you do is you make a Zola website and then you can have like your wedding website, which will show all of your guests like where where it's going to be, you know, all the different information that they need about the event. And then it also can link in all of the registry stuff. And then guests can actually go in together on certain gifts and things. And they just make it really easy for both you and your guests to get all the information about your wedding out there to everyone. Which honestly, I didn't even think about having like a website for a wedding. That's, honestly, that's really smart. That's a really smart idea. And then having the Registry online is also something that I never even thought of. I just picture scanning things in a store, but yeah. this is all built into a website that's easy to use. And they have it so that you can personalize all of your registry things with like photos of the items and like notes about it. So you can be like, oh, this is something that I really want, or you know, something that's just like kind of fun, you know, depending on what you want. Yeah, and they have like for the registry, they have tons of items from like regular department stores and everything, but then it goes more than that because you can get like things for a honeymoon fund or like different subscriptions or like classes or anything like that so it's like digital items as well as like physical department store kind of things and then they also have like planning tools for your wedding so if like you're just having trouble planning your own wedding and everything because honestly there's probably like so much that you need to do they have like customizable checklists and guest list managers so you can like manage all the people that are coming to your wedding you can also have like a checklist because you know chris that's something that he would be all about because yeah, you just absolutely. need like to get all your shit together and organized planning a wedding can be extremely stressful so having tools like this that make it extremely easy not only for you but for your guests that are coming because there's some great features like group gifting where a whole bunch of people can 
you know, chip in on one bigger item, which yeah. would be really helpful. And the fact that this service just facilitates all of that through a website and a registry is really nice. Uh, we have an offer for you guys. If you go to Zola.com slash CWC, you can receive a $50 credit toward your registry. Again, that's Zola, Z-O-L-A dot com slash CWC for that $50 credit. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Audible.com. Well, are you shocked? I don't think anybody is shocked, but uh, here we are, and uh, audible.com, <laughs> if you've never heard of it, is a place, the premier spots, I'd say, to get all of your audiobook needs. They have a wide selection to choose from, and if there's an audiobook for the book that you're interested in, it's going to be on Audible. Are you guys sick of listening to our voices? Why not listen to, like, Amy Poehler read a book? Exactly. You know, we are not the only people putting audio content out there in the world, and I'm sure you are sick of us, so go listen to one of those books. <laughs> so you can get a free trial by going to audibletrial.com slash CWC. Yeah, you'll get a free trial and one free audiobook. So that's, once again, audibletrial.com slash CWC. All right, and we're back with a food-related quiz. I just saw this today, and it fits really fucking well. Does it? Yeah. <laughs> Does it, though? <laughs> well, like, with our brand. Okay, not with this particular episode. Not with this episode. show, but with our brand. Which food TV show should you audition for? Now, before we start this quiz, which one do you think we should? Because, okay, I don't want to do Cutthroat Kitchen because no. it's too much. Yeah, nah. I don't want to do Chopped because I don't want to disappoint my goddess... Alex Guaner Shelley. True. I do want to beat Bobby Flay. <laughs> I want, I don't know what I would do, but I would totally beat Bobby I Flay. I don't want to be on Worst Cooks in America. Well, no. No, you're not the Worst Cook in America, right? could not even touch Iron Chef. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not for us. <laughs> Could you imagine? So, uh, guys, grocery games for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would do guys. Yeah, that'd be great. Triple G. Triple G. All right. All right. How would you describe your cooking style? I like to cook simple, quick recipes. I like to challenge myself in the kitchen. I just throw stuff together and hope it's good, or I don't cook. I'm going to say I like to challenge myself. I'm going to say that I personally like to cook simple, quick recipes because... You're a working boy. Yeah. Uh, Do you work well under pressure? Yes, I work better. I work about the same. No, I completely sink under the pressure, or TBH, I'm not sure. (laughs) I'm going to say I work about the same in regards to cooking pressure cooking pressure your cake almost exploded and i thought it turned out great i'm going to say that i completely sink under cooking pressure because i've lost multiple pieces of fingers (laughs) stop (laughs) you're that bitch on chop that cuts their finger like immediately and has a fucking glove Okay, which of these recipes would you most likely cook for yourself? A quick and easy omelet in a mug, scallops with a nice butter sauce, a simple weeknight pasta with red sauce, or slow cooker pork carnitas? I thought that said scallops with a rice butter sauce. Okay, I would literally, if I wasn't vegan, I would literally make any of these things except for the omelet in a mug. I'm sorry, that's fucking gross. No, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Most likely cook for myself, I'm going with the fucking spaghetti. Yeah, I'm going to go with pasta, but I probably would do something a little bit more elevated. And which of these spices do you do you use most salt and pepper red pepper flake curry powder i honestly don't use spices and i honestly am upset at that uh um, salt and pepper i mean yeah. okay like of course i use salt and pepper but i'm a red pepper flake i put it on everything how much time do you usually spend cooking a meal no more than 20 minutes about an hour up to two hours for something special i like to 
uh, like long cooking projects, several hours is okay. I would say about an hour. Yeah. For most of my shit. I mean, like, I will spend up to two hours doing something special, but, like, it's not my usual. Yeah. What kind of flavors do you gravitate towards? Spicy flavors, sweet flavors, super savory flavors like roasted garlic, or I like more mild flavors, and they literally have plain spaghetti there. Just, like, plain I like how the savory flavors like roasted garlic gets its, like, description. Um, I'm a spicy, but I'm I also a, am a savory. I'm a fucking sweet. We all know this. Do you think I'm more savory or spicy? I'm spicy. Spicy. Absolutely. And what would be your motivation to win just money, TBH, to challenge myself? I want recognition in the culinary world, culinary, uh, to prove to my family that I'm ac- not actually that bad of a cook. Um, money. Money. <laughs> Out yeah. of all that. I don't care about oh recognition. Oh my God. I got Top Chef. Interesting. You're ready for a challenge, and what better place to showcase your skills than on Top Chef? All right. I got chopped. You were great under pressure. What? And are wicked creative. You would crush the appetizer entree and dessert round. What Massachusetts-ass bench wrote that answer? <laughs> uh, and it's just a gif of Scott Conan picking something up and putting it into his mouth. <sighs> that's bless. beautiful. Well, uh, you know, that's the way the cookie crumbled. So let's do some questions now that we know what we're fucking cooking up on what fucking show. Uh, we're going to start with bed, wed, or behead. Instead of fuck, marry, kill. Bed, uh, wed, or behead. Interesting. Um, your college degree, the Second Amendment, a single bay leaf. <laughs> oh my god, okay. Well, we all know we're beheading the Second Amendment, both of us. Yeah, Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, done. Um, um, I will marry a single bay leaf, and I will bed my college degree. Honestly, same. Literally, yeah. that's what I would fucking do because... Who wrote that? I don't know. It's from fucking Reddit. So. God damn it. <laughs> you guys, you got me. You fucking got us. Uh, what are your guys' favorite vegan cheeses? I'm struggling to find a good replacement for regular cheese, and I'm super lactose intolerant. Um, For sliced cheese, I like chow. They have and a also, bunch of different follow ones. your heart. Yes, true. Both of them are usually good. And I know follow your heart has shredded cheese. They're good. Also, the so delicious coconut fucking cheese doesn't taste like coconut yeah their mozzarella is really good tastes just like mozzarella and they all melt pretty damn good uh just pretty much safe with anything that is not dia yeah anything but dia oh also we made a connection the other day yes glutino is the gluten-free dia dia you know what i mean like dia is like the shittiest vegan cheese glutino is the shittiest gluten-free products absolutely just because they gave me fucking my like literally everything you tried like gave you fucking what is that brand of gluten-free crackers and stuff simple mills simple mills entire fucking brand their whole brand is gluten-free and vegan at least the stuff that i've been eating yeah so they might have some things that aren't vegan i don't know we haven't tried it all if anything they don't have dairy they probably just have like an egg but the stuff that i've been getting is all vegan and gluten-free and they're crackers they have these everything crackers and they taste like everything bagels and i live for them also sun-dried tomato basil ones they're so good all right and so the next question comes from an email from maddie who said hi fam i'm a longtime supporter of the show and rachel's youtube rip <laughs> <laughs> i went to college right after high school and graduated with a bachelor's in music business i moved to new york city to pursue a career and slowly fell out of love with what i majored in mm. the industry was relentless and impossible to get your foot in the door I felt super guilty for majoring in something that I so quickly decided was not my calling. This was 2016, and now in 2018, I'm 21, and I finally discovered what I truly believe I am meant to do. 
it's 739% unrelated to the music industry, and because of that, I would have to go back to school and get a master's in order to get a job in this industry, healthcare, social work related. Uh, so my question for Chris is, how do you deal with the guilt of knowing you spend so much money going to school for something you're no longer pursuing? Like you and meteorology, music will always have a special place in my heart, but it's just not something I can see myself working with anymore. I'm really passionate about this new career path, but I'm super nervous for making this commitment and worried I'll fall out of love with it just like I did before. Um, okay, so my advice... May, if possible, of course, this is just like, I know you weren't even asking me, but here I am. Um, <laughs> wow, if, Rachel's fucking hot take on it. <laughs> well, first of all, I feel like, I mean, besides the podcast, I mean, am I really using my communication degree? Uh, it, was, uh, it was more justified when you were doing YouTube. And like, yeah, I got to promote my stuff on social media, but like, I don't know. I feel like you can pick up social media skills. If you were to fucking, fucking to like pick a degree that would best fit what you're doing right now. It would be business. Been, it would be business or art. One of the two. Like, yeah. Um, but my advice, maybe if possible, if you can dip your toes into like doing some sort of social work by like possibly doing some sort of like volunteer work slash slash slash, slash. internship, like at a place where they need extra people to do like social work related things just to see if like you think it's something that you can, you know, really vibe with for a, more of a long term before you pay for that fucking, um, grad school and shit. Yeah. Uh, and I mean like. Going back to school, you will be able to use, like, at least the basic shit, you know, from your degree, like, the, the prerequisites that everybody has to take no matter what. So, it won't be that much time, but, I mean, when it comes to, like, what you're going to do for the rest of your life, like... It's a good thing that at 21, you're already recognizing, like, yeah. that you want to make the switch in general. And whether or not you can go back now, or you have to wait a while, or whatever it may be, it's... Honestly, one, it's a lot for us as a society to be expecting what, like, 18-year-olds, 17-year-olds, really, because that's when you're making your college decisions, yeah. uh, to know what the fuck they want to do for the rest of their life, because you're still fucking growing at that time, and you might be really interested in one thing, and then in a couple of years, like, it fucking changes, and you're no longer Not to mention, in like, it. the climate of the job market can change, like, you yeah. with meteorology. And, like, getting your foot in the door is really fucking hard like in a lot of you know places right now but i can totally understand that like if you just weren't like feeling the music industry anymore it's just like it was a passion but isn't translating well to a job like that's totally understandable like and when you're in college like you're just learning about all this stuff you're like wow this is like so interesting i love this topic it's so great but then like when you try and like get an actual job in that field it it's something different it's not like just learning about it i would say like definitely attempt to do some sort of like volunteer internship type of work if you can also like you know afford to do that i don't know if you're gonna like have like a different job on the side while you're doing that or something because it might be unpaid and see how you feel um before diving into like a new tuition bill but like also i say like with all things follow your heart i changed my major 18 billion freaking times yeah. and i would say i'm doing okay and like <laughs> i don't know i mean i'm swimming in debt like, <laughs> i'm doing career, okay your career path and like what you do for a living it's like what you're doing for a living is what you're going to be spending a giant chunk of your time doing with your life and honestly it's fucking okay to want to make that like i've come to the realization that and to it, move around like it's gonna have to be something that like i love or am really invested in that i'm actually like energized to do because otherwise like 
my life's just going to be a fucking shit, honestly, because like I'm not like passionate about what I do for work and I want to have that because I don't want to like be 20 and already feeling like I'm into something that I you can't back out. I don't like, something. and it's a good thing that you're figuring it out now while you're not also, really. Also, like, if in you're it, older you know? than 21, you still have time. I know for a fact that I will eventually go back to school and get like a business marketing degree, or who knows, take art for like an actual fucking art education. Because being self-taught is cool, and there's lots of resources. But like, I would love to take more formal training, and like, I, there's within reason and financial situations, you know, aside, like there's never, it's never too late to start something new. Like, do you think that I thought like six years ago or five years ago when I started a YouTube channel that it was even going to be a business? No, it was a fucking glorified hobby. I was working at Starbucks. I was able to quit my, you know, retail Starbucks job to do YouTube. And then I thought, oh man, that's the fucking dream. Like I'm literally making videos for a living. And then I ended up not liking that after putting so much time and money and effort into it. And I like locked that as like a thing. And I felt kind of trapped. I was like, I can't quit. You know, people are gonna think this is ridiculous. Why would you give up, you know, having people watching your videos to do something, you know, less, you know, a lot of people like desire the whole YouTube thing. Like I've seen, um articles about like when children are asked now in school like what they want to be when they grow up a lot of them say youtubers which is like tragic please help them um (laughs) because it's not a great money maker um (laughs) but like do you think i felt i felt so terrified to quit that job and to change to do something totally to do months because years literal years yeah it was like at least two years that i was like stewing on that decision and then it showed in my work and it showed that i was deeply unhappy but i think people thought i was more unhappy with like other things and not like actual youtube but it was you i don't know it was a lot of things but like i quit that and picked up etsy you think i ever thought that etsy would be a success no i was like who the fuck am i i'm just gonna try this and it ended up working out now it's not to say that everything's gonna fucking work out that you jump into like you're gonna have your fucking pitfalls it's always bound to happen but i think like it's especially when you're so young it's worth it's worth trying within reason financially of course um the pitfalls are worth it to eventually get to a point where you're in a job that you love that you love it makes you like mentally happy and like your improves your mental health because if you get locked into a job that we've seen from experience where you're not happy it just completely affects your entire life oh yeah but like also i mean i don't know i don't i know you said this before where you don't feel that much guilt over not doing meteorology because one your degree in general helped you get to the job that you have right now is that exactly like i have we all know my job history and like the seven thousand jobs i've had over like the past three years but like the sequence of events that occurred would not have happened if i did not have my degree and like a lot of good things did come out of us both going to school obviously so we met each other hey. yeah that too <laughs> squeezy a very important part of college so um. <laughs> like, the way i think about it is like i and utilize like you can utilize a lot of skills that you have even from specialized degrees like that to whatever it is you want to translate into i use like 
a lot of different skills that I learned in college, just in the job that I'm doing now. And I plan to in the future, like you don't know where things will take you. I know that I'm already planning on taking the experience in the field that I'm in right now, uh, which is like project management and program management. I'm going to take that. I'm going to get my experience and I'm going to translate that into, I'm really passionate about passionate about environmental stuff. You and can't like, even speak. I can't speak. I'm, I'm just like fucking ready. And so like, <laughs> I and you wanted, never know what you'll do in the future. Like, like maybe you'll get back into doing music stuff. You somehow know? social work and music. I, I mean, there's definitely ways that that could like fucking connect. And you that's might, true. You might end up using some of that experience and be able to tap into your love of music while still being in a career that you really like. You don't know where it can lead. Like there's so many possibilities. Yeah. So good luck. Good luck. Hope that helped. I at know all. that. Uh, Trying to decide your fucking future is daunting. Uh, very daunting. Uh, I empathize with everybody that. I is gotta say, everyone fucking lied. Your early twenties, honestly, your entire twenties is trash. Twenties are trash. <laughs> it's just a big mess of like everyone expecting you to be somewhere successful and ready, and you're just kind of floundering around trying to figure out what the fuck you want to do for the rest of your life, how to afford everything, being in massive debt if you did go to school. And, uh, you know, trying to, trying do, like, all those to manage adult your things, mental health. Like, it's just a lot. You know, getting fucking insurances and <sighs> retirement shit. And if you and work stuff, for like, your fucking self, you're doing your taxes and you owe a lot of money <laughs> to the IRS. Um, and you're not going to be Trump. You're not going to evade them. Um, so Ooh, <laughs> big dig at the end of the show. Was it big? You know, no. he fucking knows. Yeah, he knows. He knows. Anyway. So, uh... Hope that helps. Um, and right now, uh, I think we should uh, head on into the old Venturuni time. All right. Well, the rest of you guys, here, get your paper cup. Oh, my God. I know. Yeah, oh, it's over cup, there. Get your paper swell cup. bottle. Yeah, ooh. His brand new swell bottle for, yeah. I almost said Hanukkah. It was your birthday. Wow. Also, happy thing. Passover and Easter to all the uh, bops yeah. that are uh, crunching on matzah and eggs. April Fool's Day. <laughs> That oh, happened too. I don't fucking participate in that godforsaken <laughs> holiday. I told everyone I was like, only Aries season could produce such a fucking terrible. Honestly, holiday. I feel like a few years ago, like, well, April Fool's Day used to just be whatever it was, just stupid pranks. Then the internet came around, and then in the 2000s, it evolved into like every business trying to fucking trick you. And then now it's kind of got to the point where we're literally all over it. Like we don't care about April Fools anymore because I all the hated it. all the businesses just killed it. And like we all know now not to believe anything. Okay, though. First of all, I hate when people are like, "We're gonna reboot Harry Potter." Like, do not fucking try me. Okay, that's first. Like, they always do that every that year. That one fake... There's a fake variety account. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. they every tweet year. shit all the fucking time. I'm like, no way. Um, But the best brand April Fool's joke that I saw this year was Head & Shoulders making a product called Knees & Toes. <laughs> that is pure it's so and pure. so it's, stupid. Yeah, like, literally. <laughs> and it gave me a genuine jordle. Like, uh. I, I chuckled for minutes. Straight minutes. I would have loved to have been in the planning session for that one. I know. Like... <laughs> I don't know. I just loved that. But yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Give me your swell. We Clink will it up. This see is going to be terrible. We'll see you guys next Wednesday. Wednesday, hump day. Bye. My sweet day. <laughs> Why did you wait for binge time to go into that? I can't get that boy out of my fucking head. For everybody that's been requesting a, uh, a sampling of your rendition <laughs> of that. It's here for all of you that stuck around to the end. That's all I have.
Wow, that was amazing. I think you should go to Walmart now. Oh my god. You'll never get Do a knockoff version in a Target. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. But like yeah. an octave lower and like real sensual. I'll smoke like three cigarettes right before to get a nice <laughs> husk going. Yes. Husk. Do it. Okay. Right. We got benches times. What? Yes. And Plural. Yeah. And uh, we talked about Toys R Us. So we did the benches as what vintage, or maybe not all vintage, toy you are. Yes. So I agree. <laughs> we are starting with classic Scott Edward R. Wilmot, who is a wiffle ball. Valerie Molina is a barrel of monkeys. Jackie Goldfarb is Legos. Emily Sweeney is an Etch-A-Sketch. Melanie Weldon is a Weeble. Shannon Shires is Shrinky Dinks. Kimberly Proza is Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Sarah Booth is a Matchbox car. Emma Corbeil is Rubik's Cube. Angelica Fleas is an American Girl doll. Genius. Norma Ortiz is a corn popper. What the goddamn it's one of those. Fuck. It's one of those things that like you wheel it and it's got like a bubble and there's like little uh, plastic things that pop around in I it. I thought that was literally just like a toy vacuum. Leave it to me to know what a corn popper is. I will I'm pop here. your corn right in the pan. I know everything about <laughs> everything corn. Uh, uh, your turn, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Winter Russell is a rocking horse. Brooke Renee is a brat doll. Savannah Pellissier is a speaking spell. Ioana Tartaglini is a Star Wars action figure. Which figure? It's gotta be Jar Jar. <laughs> Joshua Kurtman is a super soaker. Chantal Piot is a Cabbage Patch Kid. Catherine is a Creepy Crawler. Bridget Carey Davis is a Light Bright. Colby Rhymes is a Connect Four. Haley Boucher is a Pop-Up Book. Jake Parker is a Polly Pocket. Renee Medina is Memory. And, like, that could go many ways. That's a lot You're of just things. The, the memories of these games. <laughs> this is so fucked up. Ryan Ara is a Hot Wheels car. Grandma is a G.I. Joe. <laughs> You fucking crap. I know. I, <laughs> I just, oh, it's grandma. I just want to know. Sophie Yaramillo is a sock puppet. Emily Milligan is my little pony. Chelsea Grundy is a chatty Kathy. Haley Welsh is hot wheels leading the way. I have every fucking thing down. I'm so sorry. Katie Kelly is a connects. Stephanie Lee is a stretch Armstrong. Jane Thompson is a jack in the box. Amanda is army men. Kayla Bean is beanie babies. Brandy Robbins is an ant farm. Michelle Cox is Color Forms. Rebecca Mack is Tamagotchi. Joanna Jensen is a Yo-Yo. Leslie Wright is a Leapfrog. Gwen Stowe is Gumby. Kat Schultz is Little's Pet Shop. Jason Gonzalez is Yahtzee. Lindsay Torlina is a Taka Truck. Jess Adams is Mad Libs. Daisy Blossom Dottie is a Troll Doll. We never knew what to do with those. They, I don't know where they came from and why <laughs> they were here. Uh, Kennedy Rochelle is a Radio Flyer Wagon. M. Samek is a, an Erector Set. Taryn Parker is a Teddy Bear. Lutzi is a Rainbow Loom. Sonia Vazbrun is a Super Ball. Fiona is a Furby. Stephanie Oliver is an Easy Bake Oven. Juanita Cara is Playing Cards. Cassandra Lee is a Care Bear. Jada Goshi is Jax. Avery Labelson is Alphabet Blocks. Liz Holbrook is a Lincoln Log. Madison Greer is a Marble Run. Corey Springfield is a Spirograph. Chloe Ireland is Crayola Crayons. Caitlin Whalen is Candyland. Dana Daly is a Doodle Bear. I loved my Doodle Bear. Flynn and Drew are Viewmaster. Mackenzie Knight is Marbles. And Rachel Evans is a Raggedy Ann. Wow, where is I feel like Raggedy a Raggedy Andy? Ann every time I wake up, bitch. <laughs> Did you ever have Raggedy Ann? Yeah, but she was creepy as hell, honestly. Yeah, I, I had, just I had both of them. They were, they were interesting. My Doodle Bear was just like I secretly a pink always bitch. wanted Doodle Bear. Do you never ha- Did your sister have one? No. <gasps> they were so fun. And then you just throw them in the wash and they're gone. My sister did have Millennium Barbie, though. Oh, did she take it out of the box? I don't think so. 
Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Uh, the other binge bonches. <laughs> we didn't forget about you. You are Jax. all. The, I don't know. <laughs> the little spiky boys. The spiky boys. Yes. Not the bouncy I ball. guess that are the Jacks. Uh, maybe. Uh, we got Samantha Grace. Pavithra Shuresh. Jocelyn Fry. Hermione. Ishbel Mendez. Neve Cavanaugh. Bree Cram. Ashley Riefenberger. Allie Malone. And Kathleen Wynn. Wow. Pick up your rubber ball and smack me in the ass. I mean, <laughs> while we were going through that, Squeezy was eating the taxes. So I um, hope you leave the part in where you literally scream. I'm not going to leave that in because it was very loud and probably break your eardrums. He literally but, um, screamed, "Squeezy, stop eating our taxes!" I mean, Squeezy, please eat our taxes. But also, Squeezy, don't do that. I don't want to get arrested. <laughs> if we get fucking clocked by the IRS. <laughs> the IRS. The IRS. <laughs> When Kathy Mitchell says, nothing better than cold hard herbs. <laughs> when I get clocked by the IRS, you can blame Squeezy. That's all Is I have that to say. Is that a valid excuse? The dog ate my fucking taxes. <laughs> no. He's our dog. All right. Anyway. Bye, guys. See you later.